Blog Talk Radio. everybody and welcome to another episode of Trundle Bed Tales. And tonight we are going to be doing a uh, sort of tour around Trundle Bed Tales itself. But before we get to that, let's do a little housekeeping. So, welcome to Trundle Bed Tales, the podcast about Laura Ingalls Wilder, historic foodways, one-room schools, and other social history. This is Sarah Utah, the host and creator of Trundle Bed Tales. Find us all around the web under Trundle Bed Tales and on your favorite social media platform. If you listen or just have an account on iTunes or any other place you get your podcasts from, please leave positive feedback because that helps people find the show. And today's episode is 122 and we are taking a tour around trundle bed tales uh, and uh, I want to let you know that you can be a part of the show you can call in at 714-242-5253 that's 714-242-5253 or toll free one eight. Seven seven six three three nine three eight nine. That's toll free one eight seven seven six three three nine three eight nine. And normally, here's where this is the part where I let you know what's going on. And I actually have one more program coming up this year, at least, and that's going to be December first. I'm going to be doing my Laura Ingalls Wilder program virtually. And I'll be sure to get the information up about about that. And uh, I possibly have going to have one other program yet this year. So we haven't had too many programs this year, which I'm sure makes you sad. It makes me sad. And hopefully we will be getting a bunch more uh, for the coming year. And I also wanted to... Make sure you knew that this is the time of year where the home sites are starting to close down again and that uh, the Lauren Gulls Wilder Museum in Walnut Grove had put out a thing saying they were going to be tearing down your cha- their chapel and I just did a blog post about that tonight. And I think that's sort of the highlight for right now, and we will uh, get back to some of that stuff later. I guess I do want to mention I haven't been getting a whole lot of these episodes done either, and I'm hoping to rectify that. I'm going to be having uh, a couple different speakers in the next couple months. I don't have dates set yet, but hopefully we will be doing that real soon. And uh, I'm also kind of looking for topics, things that you are interested in or 
things you want to know about. So uh, watch for it. I'm going to be putting a thing on Facebook and on Twitter asking for your questions and your suggestions and things you would like to know a little bit more about for coming episodes. And I think with that, that's probably the end of the housekeeping. Now, if you have followed along uh, with my recent uh, activities around the web, uh, you might have seen in the last year kind of a more uh, more of a slant to uh, talking about sort of simple, simpler things and more basic questions uh, and things that tend to uh, making more videos and that sort of thing which is, which is actually something you're going to see more in the, the SMET videos when I get them edited and up, is having things that you can use to, uh, and well, you can use to answer a specific question. And part of that is uh, because of Alison Engram's reading the Little House books, there has been quite a few uh, commenters on there and I have been kind of amazed with the things they don't know. And I think having a little video or a podcast or a blog post that I can link to that answers that specific question will be very helpful. And so I'm kind of leaning towards that, which has sort of slowed me down on pretty much everything. So that's why you maybe haven't seen a lot of as much stuff as you expected to see me come out of this, uh, well, mostly this year. Uh, but I'm going to be talking about the various things that you can find that I have available. And my first thing that I really did for the public about Laura was that I uh, did started speaking. It was a 4-H program that I first put together when I was in the fourth grade. And I really have been doing programs talking about Laura ever since. And if you go to my blog, on the left-hand side, there is a link that says, uh, that says program description. And if you click on that, it is going to bring up a list of actual uh, programs that I have available that you can do. And I'm not going to, well, it kind of depends on how much time we have. I may circle around this to the end and tell you a little bit more in depth about them. But let's see how long the rest of this takes first. So programs that I currently have available, I have what I call my general Laura program, or really its title is a long way home, but it's my most common program. It's a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, it takes you through, well, it's, it's set, it, it can be done either as a first person, which means in characters, Laura, or it can be done uh, as me as Sarah talking about Laura. You get more information when you have me do it, but it's a nice setup. It's supposed to be Laura is uh, deciding whether she wants to rewrite her book one more time, and she decides 
to um, tell the story of her life to her neighbors and see if they think it would be a good book series. Uh, and then we kind of take it then, I go back to Sarah and we take it from there. So that's the one that is most frequent. I also have a second one called Packing Up, and there are two versions with it. One is uh, has PowerPoint and one doesn't, and it's a set when um, Laura and Manley and Rose are getting ready to pack up and just met and head down to Mansfield, and they're looking around the stuff she's brought with her, uh, or whether, well, they're trying to decide what to bring with them heading down to Mansfield. Uh, I have it in the kitchen with Laura, and there are also two versions of that. Uh, which it looks like I have to update my description. It does not say that. But I've I've developed a second version of it, and one of those is set in the 1890s and one is set in the 1930s. And it's really interesting seeing both because in the 1890s, cooking is considered basically an art. And by the 1930s, it's considered a science. And the changes between those two things uh, are really very interesting, and it's something that, uh, you know, maybe that'll have to be a future episode because it, it really is something that I am very much interested in. And then I have Laura Ingalls Wilder, What a Doll. That happened uh, because I had cut a firm, firm line that I wouldn't cross the Rubicon because you can't collect everything, and I was going to not collect dolls. And that was totally, totally not what happened. So uh, it is, um, is, so I was actually asked by the Hawkeye uh, Doll Club to put together a program on Laura Dolls, which is what I did. And since then, I have been buying Laura Dolls. And it really is a cool program, and I hope you enjoy it uh, if you get to see it. Laura's Life in Mansfield answers what happened next and talks about most of the time living in Mansfield. Following in Laura's footsteps is a presentation talking about how to take a uh, Laura trip. A visit with Laura is an interactive thing where I answer questions. What's My Story is a storytelling uh, program using stories from various sources that are historic old stories. Uh, Writing is a perfect lessons from Laura Ingalls Wilder, and it's talking about um, what you can learn from writing about Laura. Around the Next Bend in the Road is about the, uh, is focusing more on um, focusing more on some documents and on uh, changes in nature as she goes through the different areas. Inside the Covers, which is a program looking at how the different editions of Laura books were done through the years. Holiday programs, I have two versions of a Thanksgiving program, Laura Ingalls Wilder Thanksgiving Interactive and Thanksgiving from Pilgrim to Pioneer. And Christmas with Laura. I also have topics on a day in a one-room school, uh, which I focus on one about 1900, but I am considering doing a version set in the 50s. I've actually started working on that. We'll have to see if I, if I can. Uh, what's for lunch? Lunch in a one-room 
school, which is always very popular, and I am always doing surveys. If you have not yet filled out a survey and you went to a one-room school or you know someone uh, who did and you're willing to strong-arm them for me, I sure appreciate it. And uh, there is a link to the survey form to fill out in that description and also a link to my most recent summary about the program. Uh, genealogy Basics, or it's also called a Genealogy for a Non-Genealogist Librarian, an Introduction to Living History in the Classroom, Electric electric salad bowls in your museum, which is a very, very interesting program. And I'm actually going to be doing that as a recorded one because I, I looked at it the other day and I'm going to have to redo it. I, I just am. But I looked at it and I was like, you know, I think maybe I'll record it as a before and I think I and, and I am going to do that. I don't have it done yet, but that will be coming. Iowa agriculture yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I updated that in 2019, and it really is an awesome program, if I do say so myself. Uh, the original version got a gold medal at the Iowa State Fair because I am awesome, and I ruled 4-H which is quite a bit of overstatement, but I did. I got a, a gold seal uh, of excellence. Uh, and, I, and I've updated it a couple times since then, and I was really pleased with the version of it that I ended up with this last time. So that is an excellent one to see. And Through a Child's Eyes, A Day in a Child's Life in 1900. And those are the different programs that I do. I have done others, and I am willing to work with you if some specific thing you want. So how do you get me to come? Well, you can contact me yourself if you have a place you'd like me to come to, or you can contact your local library, museum, or service club and have them check about having me come. Uh, there is a fee, and I can discuss you know, with whoever's booking me for that. I'm still involved with Humanities Iowa, which if you are located in the state of Iowa, you can, uh, for a $50 matching grant, uh, book me through Humanities Iowa. And that is always nice because uh, that way you don't have to spend so much. And I uh, still get to be paid. So uh, those are the things, uh, the programs that I can do. Now, next thing that came up was my blog. And that uh, speaking list is, of course, what I was looking at off of my blog. I also have these on my website. But honestly, I am slowly moving everything from my website to my blog because it's just easier. And uh, it's mostly what gets the updates. So there are various things about me on the blog, and uh, if you look under About Me, one of the things that it will tell you about Sarah Utah and Treadle Bed Tales 
is uh, it has my listing to Women Who Also Know History, which is a directory of women historians. Uh, someone got tired of always having people have um, old white men as the talking heads and things, and people say, well, I don't know any women who do that well. Here is a list of them, and I'm included in that. I also have a link there to my brochure, and I have what I call Sarah Utah by the Numbers. And once or twice a year, I go through and come up with how many hits that I have gotten and how many posts I've made and various things. And I'm not going to run through all the numbers, and these are from last December anyway, so they need uh, they need updated. But uh, you can have links here to get to the blog, which is, of course, what it's on. Uh, there is the YouTube channel, uh, number of subscribers, number of views, uh, total YouTube views, Twitter, Facebook is a person, Facebook is a Trundle Bed Tales page, LinkedIn, SlideShare, Blog Talk Radio, which is where this podcast is created, uh, Academia U, Flickr, which I mostly, I'm not, I'm, it's a pretty morbid site, but since a lot of organizations like the Library of Congress have started having things on Flickr, even though it's kind of not popular to use it anymore. Uh, I am leaving it on there, and I really need to get on and add some more pictures because it's been a while. I'm also on Instagram and uh, also Vimeo. And with that, uh, there are other things you can find around the blog. If you go through the pages, <laughs> I have a page of endorsement quotes, which I really enjoy reading. Uh, I have major previous appearances, so like when I was speaking at big conferences or at home sites or major places like that, it's listed. I also have uh, links to articles about me and a list of articles that I have had published I have uh, a series of uh, pod, or, uh, blog posts which I'm actually working on updating uh, and that is going to be uh, posts I call and one more on the way which are little reports of things you can add to your Laura trips. One more place to stop on the way. I have links to things you can learn about Laura and things to this podcast, although I'm not going to talk too much about the podcast because, frankly, that's what you're listening to, so you must know how to find it. And uh, I normally do different kinds of episodes. I really have not been able to follow the structure this year hardly at all, but my plan, and I have done this previously, is, to do a little kind of 15-minute thing at the beginning of the month, kind of letting you know everything that's going on, event programs I'm doing, all sorts of things like that. 
Uh, I haven't been doing that this last couple of years because things changed so much that, you know, I, I just hated to, to do it because I'd find something out and things would change. That's also why I haven't really been updating my speaking schedule very well or the I usually do blog posts about um, the home site hours and when they change it and their events over the course of the year. And they just changed so much that I haven't updated it. And hopefully in 2022, we'll uh, be able to get those going again. But so there's that little 15 minutes at the beginning of the month. I try and do a half hour that is me just talking about a subject. And if you are interested in a particular subject, please let me know, and I will be sure to get that on the list. I also do an interview with somebody, and I do a uh, travel times episode uh, that is talking about uh, some hobby or place or activity that people like to do kind of as hobbies, and that's, uh, and they really... Um, if, if I get them all done, that's a, a nice amount of work to do in a month, which is partly why I haven't gotten very many done this year. But it's, um, it, I think that you'll find them to be kind of an interesting mix of things. Um, I also do roving reports from uh, trips that I take, so I have a lot easier time doing that when I'm traveling by myself than when I'm traveling with somebody. So... That is why I had to do uh, end-of-the-trip wrap-ups this year instead of doing them the day of, but I do like to do those. So watch for new episodes on that. You can find me all over the place on different podcast forums, and I hope that uh, you will leave nice comments and that you will share out links to individual episodes and you will leave reviews and really kind of help other people find the podcast. Then we're moving over to YouTube and YouTube was another thing that I started fairly early and back then you had a chance to monetize when you started and I did not do that and now you have to hit certain marks before you can monetize, and I am nowhere near those marks. <laughs> so that is my experience with YouTube. And when YouTube got bought out by Google, it just did some terrible things, which is why I opened my Vimeo channel because it just got to be too much of a hassle to deal with YouTube. They really have straightened a lot of that out, and I, uh, for the last couple of years, I'm back and uh, loading uploading things to YouTube. So on my YouTube channel, which is called Trundle Bed Tales, of course, I have 327 subscribers and 154 videos. And I have various kinds of things on here. Uh, I have a list of favorites, which is not things that I uploaded, but I do like to point people out to the Toys R Us theme in a minor key because if you are the right generation, that really hits you. Uh, things that I have uh, sorted the videos by 
I do a lot of trip videos, but they tend to be sort of uh, trip diaries where I show you everything that I do over the course of the trip. And I have done quite a few of those. I did the Smet Walnut Grove trip in 2011, Pep and Laura Days in 2012, uh, Pep and Laura Days in 2013, the Walnut Grove Cast Reunion in 2014, the Borough Pep and Spring Valley trip in 2019, the Mansfield trip in 2019. Uh, I did a Homestead National Monument one the Disney Marceline trip in 2019, room tours, which is something I really am still working on, trying to do tours of the places you can stay around the home site. Uh, Aurora in a Minute, which are short videos that uh, address one little factor in Lauradom. And I have been uploading those as collections of three. And I like to do that because they're just so short. I hate to have them up there by themselves, but I'm beginning to wonder if I should keep doing them in collections of three or if I should just have them be on their own. So if you have any any thoughts on that, please leave it in the comments. Uh, Then I have my In the Kitchen with Laura videos, which are having to do with food ways or for other things you do in the kitchen, their historic how-tos, and I think they're really interesting, so I hope you enjoy them. I also started doing some unboxing videos, which show you um, taking, unwrapping my stuff that I get at the home site so you can see what they are, so you might want to get some too. And then I have trundle bed trails, which are, again, short videos that are just some nature scene, like um, of the meadow above Rocky Ridge Farmhouse or the waves of Lake Pepin uh, coming in and hitting the shore. And it's just no talking, no anything. It's just sounds of nature for a couple minutes. Uh, to be sort of like those calming videos you see advertised on TV, only these are things places related to Bora, and uh, I think they are interested, and those are called Trendlebed Trails. And yes, I enjoy that pun. <laughs> uh, then I have one that is on Montgomery Chapters, because I have been part of an LM uh, Montgomery read-along, and one of the things we do is take turns reading the chapters. So I actually have another one of those I have to get recorded. But uh, those are ones that you've seen on there. Uh, now, um, those are what I have listed on my YouTube channel. And I have quite a few uh, videos on there. Uh, and these were just the categories that I have them sorted into. There are some that weren't in categories. and. I hope that you uh, take some time to really watch those. Even the things about visiting the home sites that were filmed, you know, 10 years ago or so, there's, there are things that have changed, but there's a lot that hasn't. So I really, uh, really recommend watching them if you are considering a trip. I think they can be really helpful. And I've had other people tell me that, so 
I hope I have. I hope you'll, you will and you'll find it useful. Now, that is my YouTube channel. I am also on other people's YouTube channels. Uh, for one, I am on the Herbert Hoover Presidential Library and Museum channel. I have done quite a few. I used to do a different program there every year, and they have three of my programs uh, on there now. And uh, I didn't get the last one in the Laura Ingalls Wilder playlist, but the rest of them are there. And I have a playlist on my YouTube channel that are my programs from these different places. So there's that. There is also the Hoover Presidential Foundation, and I've done one program for them. And I don't think people find that channel. Uh, I don't think they really realize how much uh, good speaker stuff is on there. So I recommend uh, the Hoover Foundation uh, channel. And uh, also Laura in Minnesota, which is the uh, Walnut Grove pageant program. And they have several interviews of me that I have done, some in, in uh, cooperation with the From Prairie to Paid documentary, and um, another one that's just an interview and a couple of things. And there's uh, one or two ads and that kind of things around. So I am actually quite a few places on YouTube. Now, other than that, for social media, I moved into Facebook. You can find me on Facebook under my name, Sarah Utah. Uh, I usually don't friend people back unless I either A, know them, or B, I, they send me a message and say, hey, I'm a Laura fan. I, you know, let Anybody follow me who wants to, uh, but I don't. But that's just something. If you if you really want to say you're a friend, send me a message. Say, hey, I'm a Laura fan, and I would like to be your friend, and I will get you approved. Uh, I also have a page for Trundlebed Tales, which puts out. It's much. It's more focused than what I put on my normal feed. My normal feed is well along the lines of my blog. I blog. I, it isn't called Trendlebed Tales. It's called Sarah's Notebook because it really are. It, it's articles about different things that I'm interested in. So it isn't all Laura. And uh, this facebook page that's just my normal feed it will cover all different things that i'm interested in and it won't just be laura uh, but the channel by details facebook page will be laura or closely laura connected there will be some things i will put on the trendlepad trails or tales page that i won't put on my feed but mostly it's a more focused version of uh, my regular feed. So you can access it either way uh, how you want to. I also do the Facebook page for the Marion Ingalls Society, which has also not had a lot of activity lately just because it's still very much in limbo, which I am very sorry to say. And I'm actually 
working on creating another couple of Facebook groups. Uh, and I am involved with several Facebook groups as it is, but these are going to be on, um, well, on some more related topics. And I'm still getting things organized for that, but do keep keep an eye out for if you're if you're interested in this because you like Laura, then you're going. I'm thinking probably will be interested in joining these groups if I get them started. So that is my plan, and um, it's really one bad thing about Facebook is. We're kind of divided um, into different groups that are Laura groups. I post things on three different groups that are related to Laura. So um, on, a, on a fairly regular basis. So I hesitate to start these other two groups that I have pretty much decided to start um, because they are on a specific question, and I think you will hopefully be interested in that. And if I can talk any more mysteriously, <laughs> I'm hoping you get those done and open before the end of the year. We will just have to see how that goes. I'm also on Twitter. Twitter is my favorite social media because it is actually conversations. And with how hashtags, hashtags, if I can talk, um, work, I find a lot of people there by subject that I probably, well, I definitely would never have known in everyday life. I have a bunch of uh, movie, old movie people and parks people and history people that I have picked up um, at various things, librarian people. So I like to, to talk on uh, Twitter. I also retweet things because, and I have a blog post about this, if you are unaware, there was a, a vaudeville act that was very popular all the way through the variety shows where you had sticks that were stuck up in the air from a table and you balanced plates by spinning them on the top of these sticks. And as the thing went on, you tried to see how many uh, of the plates that the person doing it could get spinning at the same time. And if they fell, they'd make this just horrible smash noise. And so I think see social media posts that way and that you have to keep them going. If you're just seeing them or even if you're just clicking like, you're not keeping them up in the air. And if you want to see more people to see this, if you think this is a really good point, not that you have to share, reshare, or retweet everything that you read, but if this is, you think, hey, this is excellent, don't just heart it, reshare it, retweet it, keep that plate spinning so other people will see it too. Um, and that's what I like about Twitter. That that happens a lot. And I I really hope I really hope that I see more of that because 
I think that's a very important part of social media is passing on things that is useful and replying to things and making comments as long as they're not jerky comments. Um, so I hope I will see you around Twitter sometime. And if you are actually interested in seeing what I am saying on Twitter without having an account, you can actually do that. You can just search for me and it should bring up my list and you can look and see what I have. Uh, you can also do that for like conferences, things that have a hashtag and uh, see what see what's going on there. Okay, so uh, as I had mentioned before when I was talking about social media, I do have a Flickr account. I it is pretty much dead in terms of new things loaded um, because of how interfaces change. I told you how much I love interfaces updating. Uh, I don't have as good a way to upload it to Flickr anymore. And so I really don't do it very much, but I really, I know I already said this in the episode, but I'm continuing to feel guilty that I haven't uploaded more to them. You will see a lot of what I do show up on Instagram. And I've heard a lot of people talk about having a lot of Laura content on Instagram. And I, I have to say, I haven't seen a lot. So if there is more Instagram things out there I should be seeing, please point them out. I really would like to see them. Okay. And let's see. So... What have we all run through? We did uh, my blog. We did my website. We did the podcast. We did the YouTube channel, Vimeo, Twitter, Facebook. I think that is getting close to the stuff I do. Um, Although... If we're talking about future projects, I could also tell you uh, that I have been working on a book. Well, I've actually been working on two books, and we'll see if I actually get either one of them finished. But I'm going to be working on uh, one of them actually for November. I have been wanting to do a uh, novel in November project where they have Um, You sign up and you try and write so many words every single day in uh, November. And I'm going to try and do that with my book this year. I am not promising. Uh, I could very well, very well make zero progress in it. But that's my plan, to really focus in on that Uh, more so than my blog and stuff, because that really has taken quite quite a bit of time when I could be writing my book. So my two books that I'm working on, one is going to be uh, questions and answers that I run into people asking me all the time, which I am very much looking forward to. I think it would be a helpful book. And if you have any more questions that you hear a lot or you're wondering about, 
um, please ask. I'm not planning on doing anything like um, if you've ever seen Once Upon a Mattress, there's a scene where uh, the potential princess is being interviewed and she's got her first question right and her second question right for trivia. And the third question is, what was the name of the mother-in-law of the blacksmith who made the sword that uh, St. George used to kill the dragon or something very close to that? And we're not going to be answering questions like that, but um, we might be able to tell you about the blacksmith. So that is, well, and we definitely be able to tell you about what a blacksmith does and how he does it and the different uh, careers that are blacksmith-related and things like that. We could definitely do that. So that's the kind of thing I'm looking for for that. And my other uh, work that I have been working on, book that I have been working on, is uh, really kind of writing a book about Laura with a very Midwestern view. Really, the last few books uh, that have come out about Laura have been very, um, have been very East Coast planted. And there's, not that there's anything wrong with that, but well, let me give you an example. Now, this isn't a Laura-specific thing, but I think it's an example I like to point out. In, uh, now I'm not sure if it was Disneyland or Disney World right now. I think it was Disneyland. I'm not sure. Outside the Haunted Mansion, there was at one time a pool. And that pool got cut out, but it wasn't out. So the pool, which is set in cement, uh, you looked down at the cement, there was cement outside, there was cement inside, but there was this metal ring. And people saw that metal ring and didn't go, oh, it's a pipe they cut off. They went, oh, it's a wedding ring of the, block, of the bride that is in the attic of the haunted mansion. And it's kind of like that that the Midwesterners look at a situation, they can figure out the backstory because it's similar to their own backstory. Uh, and they understand what a uh, ring of a pool cut off or what a pool cut off that had been set in cement looks like. I mean, I, that's just, I think most, Lester, most Midwesterners would get that. Uh, and, the other view that it would be the wedding ring um, because they are making assumptions because they don't necessarily have that same background is an example of what you get from um, East Coast Laura books. And so I really want to do a Midwest version that kind of tries to explain where Laura was getting these things, where she was getting these ideas, how these things worked, what Laura was really talking about when she explained this, and it wasn't some um, 
Well, not that Laura is magical, but it wasn't some magical bride's ring. It was a piece of pipe cut off. So that's my goal, to kind of do that kind of book. I have it outlined. I've started working on it. And I've actually gotten some suggestions on it from various people. But do not get in, get too excited. It is not going to be finished anytime too soon. But those are my other projects that I am working on. Uh, I want to, in an upcoming project that I haven't done yet, is I'm also looking at podcasts. I, I have talked about this on here before, but that I want to kind of go through and do an episode on the Laura home site and talk about all the different things there are to see at each home site because um, I always say this about Disney, which is a lot more complicated than the Laura home site. But I always say people go to Disney, and if they haven't done any research, they expect to get there and to Disney hand them all the information. This is everything you need to do, Disney. That really isn't even possible because there's so much going on. But it's really true about the Laura home site, too, in that there really isn't much in the way of um, centralized information. Now, there are books, um, travel books. There's Little House Guidebook by William Anderson, which I highly recommend, even though it is outdated. Uh, There is Evelyn Thurman's Diaries of Her Visits, which I highly recommend, though it is also dated and sadly, sadly long out of print. Uh, And there's just a whole bunch of uh, travel books on little house subjects that people have have come out with. But I kind of want to talk about traveling, not just what's there, but, you know, traveling tricks, people's best suggestions, you know, things like that. So if you have any information on things like that or be interested in talking about it, Uh, Watch for uh, these episodes, and if you want to go ahead and reach out, you know, to me on Twitter or Facebook or want to shoot me an email at info at trendlebedtales.com, I would sure be glad to respond and uh, work on collecting those up. So uh, that's something I'm looking for, and I'm hoping will be another episode, and um, if I get some questions that people um, have that they want answered. I would like to do an episode doing those too, but in my experience with the call-in show that I do for Laura's birthday, um, I'm really, I, I don't know if I will get enough questions to make that worthwhile, but if I get questions, I will sure be glad to do an episode of that kind also. And I had one more project I was going to tell you about that is going to be a future podcast thing. And now I can't remember what it is. So so we will go with that. But anyway, you can find me 
all around the web at trundlebedtales.wordpress.com for my blog. Um, my website is at trundlebedtales.com, but that it's slowly moving over onto my blog. So uh, look at the blog. Uh, there is you can find me on YouTube, both my channels and on other people's channels. And if you go to the by the numbers post, I have links there to the other channels that have stuff with me on it. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook, both my normal feed and on my page feed. And we are looking forward to those groups coming up. So if you think you're going to be interested in those, reach out with that too. Uh, I am on LinkedIn, SlideShare. Uh, my podcast here is on Blog Talk Radio, Academia U, uh, Flickr, Instagram, Vimeo, and basically all around the web. So with all that, I hope you have had a good time with this episode. And remember, if you have uh, any suggestions or comments or things like that, please leave them. Uh, if you're interested in seeing sort of a variety pack of things that I have on the blog that people really like, I have a every month I do a top 10 most visited posts in the previous month. So take a look at those and you can see what people are looking at. I can tell you right now, looking at my top posts and pages hits, uh, the top five is Dakota and Lakota traditional games resource. The top 10 posts during September 2021, Airbnb and Walnut Grove and other lodging, In the Kitchen with Laura, Kerosene Lamps, and Where Did Albert Come From? which I get a lot of hits on that one. People want to know how that character showed up in the TV show, and people have very elaborate guesses, but I have a People magazine where Michael Landon just basically says he um, had a, some friends who had their son die, and he invented Albert based on their son. So nothing to do with Laura or the Ingalls family or anything like that at all. Okay, so that brings me to an end of another episode of Trend of Bed Tales. I hope you see you around real soon, and be sure to brighten the corner where you are. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 